everyone. I'm La. I'm Ashley. And I'm Kathy. And welcome to a mini episode of the Better Than Seven Sons podcast. So the last couple months, the three of us, we've gotten together virtually to do some watch parties, watching Hmong movies on YouTube. Uh, we watched some short films that were produced in, I don't know, in the last couple years. And um, we also had a really good conversation last year about Hmong movies, too, and our experience about it. So I wanted us to revisit that because I felt like we had some good conversations about it. Um, to start us off, um, I want to ask you guys, what's your experience with Hmong movies? Did you watch them a lot growing up? Do you still watch them? Do you enjoy them? It's funny because I think even though we talked about this, I have to like, <laughs> it's like fresh for me. <laughs> So I didn't watch Hmong, Hmong movies. I actually grew up watching a lot of Hmong dubbed movies. Mm-hmm. So um, like I watched like Hmong dubbed Power Rangers. <laughs> I think there, I went through a season watching like Hmong dubbed Spongebob for a little bit. And then there's this one. Um, I, forgot what it's, I forgot what the title is actually called. But it was a Chinese movie. I think by Stephen Chow uh tong pa fu that's the only one i the, i just remember the name of the dude but i remember growing up watching that Hmong dub version um as a kid and all my cousins because i was the oldest of my Hmong cousins so we'd always watch that that was like the one Hmong dub movie every time i went to my cousins we would watch that one <laughs> mm. and so i don't remember actually watching or actually getting into like watching like movies of Hmong people i just remember like watching a lot of Hmong dubbed stuff and so mm. I, another one which was my my gateway to k-dramas was the um jimeng and goshing mm. um Hmong <laughs> dubbed <laughs> k-drama mm. and so i think that's the only ones i've actually watched i remember trying to actually watch Hmong movies and i just like couldn't like i don't think i could track with it um at least the language and I couldn't comprehend it like in its entirety or I didn't quite understand all the, the nuances when I was younger. So that uh, the Goshing and Jiming, that's what is it actually called? Is it like autumn love or autumn, winter autumn love or fairy tale? Autumn. <laughs> it's autumn something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious because um, we all we always called it Goming, Goming and Wait, no, I'm saying it wrong, right? Jiming. 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 Goshing. And then Pong was the side guy. Oh, yes. That's right. <laughs> I really like That's how we called it. Okay. Yeah. It was like a family thing growing up. Um, we watched a lot of Hmong movies that were either made here in the 90s or we also watched some of the movies that were made in... I believe it was in Thailand or maybe it was in Laos too. I mean, it's mainly the the scary movie uh Jay and Shaw cuz there was like it was like a trilogy, I think. But yeah, we I did watch it a lot because it was a family thing and like we, every now and then we still watch them. They're all in video cassettes, so it, I think it's a little bit harder and the quality isn't as good. But my dad had like a whole collection and then we sometimes would borrow from my cousins as well and so um now i think it's more nostalgic and it's more of like 
when we watch it, like we know, obviously we watched it so many times already. And so, but now it's like we, we talk about things that might have happened in the family back then when we used to watch it. So we would be like, oh, remember when we used to watch this and like Kathy would do this or, you know, Eli would do this. So now it's more nostalgia. And I think we do have like, we have a lot of like cultural conversations with my parents of like, why are the Hmong people like this? Or, you know, why was it like that? Um, As it relates to like relationships, Um, because we watched a lot of like movies involving like love and dating and getting married and then relationship between mother and daughter-in-law and sons and stuff like that. So we asked my parents a lot of questions regarding that. Uh, we watched a lot too growing up and we watched all the dub ones too <laughs> it was like all we did you know like sometimes you just had nothing to do so we, we watched it and my siblings and I would watch stuff together and we would have like some favorite ones and we would rewatch them and then and then we'll watch whatever our parents were watching it was interesting because I was thinking about it about like how much we watched Hmong movies and then at some point we just sort of stopped <laughs> mm. um, watching them as much as we did. If I watch them now, it's because I intentionally want to watch a Hmong movie or something and then I'll turn, it, turn one on and watch it, but it's not something that I do very much anymore. So um, yeah, but yeah, I remember learning a lot about like Hmong culture, from movies and then like what you said Kathy we would ask our parents stuff like why do people do that or if someone said something we would say what does that mean you know yeah yeah. Um, but it's very nostalgic though because nowadays when I watch old ones it's just yeah it just reminds me of when we used to watch it Uh, we watched a bunch of those the Hmong ones and then we loved all the Bollywood movies that were dubbed Mm. in Hmong I don't know, like, I don't know, because we watched a bunch of Bollywood and then Chinese and Thai stuff that was all yeah. dubbed in Hmong. Mm-hmm. I don't know which ones were my favorite. I, like, liked them all. But they were all, like, really relatable in some ways, too. I wonder if we liked it, and now it's, it's like, very nostalgic because we didn't see ourselves on TV, even though we couldn't necessarily relate completely because culturally, like, we we're, we live in America, so it's the dynamics are a little different. We were raised here, but I wonder if it was because of the lack of representation of seeing us on TV. So it was like, we don't fit, but they look like us, and it was a thing that we did with our parents. Something that I thought about was, I wonder if it paralleled with my own ethnic identity, mm. because when I was younger, we really enjoyed Hmong movies. We weren't really critical about them at all. We enjoyed them. We um, appreciated them. And then at some point, I don't know, like they just didn't seem like they're good enough for me anymore mm-hmm. or um, I wasn't really interested in them anymore and I stopped watching them. Because it's not like my parents stopped watching Hmong movies too. They kept watching Hmong movies. But I don't know, like at some point if I felt like I couldn't relate to it anymore mm-hmm. or it just wasn't as, in my opinion, maybe I thought they just weren't good enough anymore. And so I wonder if that changed with the way I started to view myself mm-hmm. as a Hmong person. But then it's sad that like that happened when I think about it too. I do like that you bring that up. I'm sure there's an aspect for me of it being too Hmong, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Speaking of movies and sort of what, what, are, what are Hmong movies about, what are maybe some common themes and tropes that you, you've noticed in Hmong movies? And we watch quite a few uh, short films. And I do find some of the short films are very 
similar mm. in some ways to older movies that we watched back in the 90s mm. um, in some ways. So um, what do we com- commonly see in movies? I mean, there's always a love storyline. It's either love or scary. <laughs> it's very familial and so it's not just a love story but it involves all the different dynamics of family i feel like mm-hmm. the, the another another theme is is uh the orphan theme like i think that's really big in the mom community mm-hmm. yeah every time my mom watches an orphan movie she cries i, I mean, mean i understand why she cries but <laughs> yeah I, I do too she loves those movies <laughs> Going off of the love theme, I feel like there's always some sort of love triangle. Sometimes it's it might be like two people are pursuing the same person, or sometimes there's always like cheating or adultery involved. I don't know if this is true nowadays, but back in the 90s, culturally, because it was still kind of relevant, like it was also the storyline of your parents wanted you to marry a distant cousin or relative wanted to like set you up or have an arranged marriage because they didn't want you to marry whoever you were dating because they didn't fit the ideal plan that they had um for you or you know it wasn't gonna make your family a good name so I think sometimes the orphan orphan theme tied into that as well and that would create Mm -hmm. a love triangle I feel like that's usually the case, especially when it involved a storyline where there are two young lovers and the only reason why they can't be together is because their parents forbid it. Yeah. One of the parents, at least. And then, of course, there's the ones where it's the daughter-in-law and the mother-in-law is just so mean (laughs) to the daughter-in-law and the daughter-in-law is usually like perfect. (laughs) But for some reason, the mother-in-law doesn't like her and then she runs away. (laughs) I think... um from our time of watching some of the short films and then like me and um my husband and I kind of going on a deep dive on YouTube <laughs> watching <laughs> things because we were bored one time and he's also like a video producer so like wait you guys watch other like more Hmong movies <laughs> yeah, okay <laughs> um yeah we watched more Hmong short films just hmm. you know and um, there's always a theme where there's like this one moment where the movie kind of plays a, like <laughs> like a song it becomes like you get kind of confused because it all of a sudden kind of turns into a music video. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah, music. And, yes. It's so a that big was like part. so. There was, it was like apparent in everyone, especially like the ones that we saw, but the ones that we also found additionally. I was like, oh man. I feel like there's always that long scene of like the sad scene where someone's sad and they're walking around and there's this song in the background. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's yeah, there's something like that. And if if it's not like a music video, it's where there music in the background. But yeah, it's it's not common, but they they do sing sometimes in some movies. Wow. And another thing is like it's there's always an outdoor scene if they're not running through a field if they're not like out in like nature or outside like it doesn't feel like a movie (laughs) yeah oh and another thing is like how they talk especially like main guy main girl like especially i think there's like that one like um film or or movie 
that we watched together were also in the guy's voice. I don't know. Do you guys remember? It's <laughs> like he it's said very, something. It was like cringy. <laughs> it's very uh, what we would say, kakaji, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's like a lot of tenderness or something in yeah. the way they talk to each other. I think it Im- it embodies intimacy and tenderness. Yeah. Like it's cutesy, but then it's like a little bit different. There's like another layer to it that I was like, oh man, it's just so different. And I was is like, it- oh man, is that like how, I mean, I don't know this, but like, is that how it was back in the day? Like that was like, like mong cutesy. <laughs> is, are you specifically talking about when that happens and they're actually like speaking in mong too? Like yeah, they're using and they're the mong spe- language yeah. and like it's the tone and it's. You know, I wonder if it's it's that because we're not, like, we aren't used to it, right? Like, we speak mostly in English. So I wonder if it feels uncomfortable because it is unfamiliar. But I wonder if it's, it is the same sentiment. And I wonder if it's, like, we don't, because <clears throat> I feel like in the scenes, it usually happens, like, when they're, like, alone, right? Like, they, they're, it's not mm-hmm. like they're, they're talking like that in a crowd. And so... We don't necessarily witness it in real life either. And I think that our parents, like, I mean, they're our parents. And so <laughs> they're, we don't necessarily, like, I didn't witness that necessarily because they were just trying to survive by the time I was born, you know? And so mm-hmm. I don't know. I wonder if the cringe comes from just like, it's unfamiliar. We're not used to it. Um, but it's technically the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I was just, like, genuinely curious. I'm, like, just trying to, like, make sense of it and how I make, I, I understand things and wondering mm-hmm. if it, like, it holds a different value in a different context. Because, like, that's how, like, in terms of, like, how people, how Hmong people understand love, that's mm-hmm. the only way I know is through the the, the little of Hmong movies I've watched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because it's not really, like, shown. It's funny because I feel, feel like in real life, I don't, like, quite see the fullness or the embodiedness of the expression. But so different, like, how it's expressed in movies. I'm like, wow, like, that's so fascinating. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Because we don't see our parents being affectionate with each other. And then, like, seeing it in movies, it's it feels so foreign mm-hmm. in some ways. And maybe that's why when people talk a certain way mm. or they act a certain way uh, around their loved one, it's, it feels different. It feels cringy or, <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, to maybe just wrap up our conversation a little bit, um, we talked about the common themes and tropes that we see in Hmong movies. And th- we do tend to see more Hmong movies about, romance relationships love and family so i want to ask you guys if you made a mong movie what would it be about oh i was thinking about this the other day because um we were watching a movie we were actually watching a a war movie but i think it would be really interesting to see a movie where at least like our Hmong men were the soldiers like fighting in Vietnam War I think that'd be really fascinating to kind of see 
from their lens and their viewpoint like what they had to experience because like most of the war movies in america like all white dudes going to some other country but i think it's really interesting if you were to follow the war movie and seeing like the movie fight where they were and then actually see them move and be displaced i just think that'd be really interesting to follow that kind of story and i think it's different from like most war movie perspectives and so that's one thing i was i was thinking about the other day after watching that mm-hmm. one yeah. there has been some oh really like Hmong ones usually around maybe a character who was like a soldier and i remember watching one where there were scenes where they were escaping but i mean there's not a lot of them so i saw a play once that depicted that and it was really cool because Mm. they and i I saw it in the twin cities with my family and it was really cool because they they would uh i remember this particular scene It, it was a love movie too but uh it was specifically about the war and they would show like the 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 stage was was split and they would show what was being reported in the u.s and what was actually happening in vietnam from the Hmong perspective and then from the white perspective and I was like man they need to like this this play needs to go everywhere because everybody needs to really understand the Hmong perspective in this way Mm -hmm. or I was like man I they need to create like a film in this way because it was very very well done but yeah similarly I you know initially La when you asked that I I almost couldn't think of anything because I'm like, I think we we've they've stuck to those storylines because it it represents our our community, our culture a lot. Right. Like it is about relationships, family dynamics. It really does communicate the essence, not all the essence, but like, you know, uh, the different things that is really a part of our community. But I Ashley, when you said that, I yeah, I agree. We need more movies and from our point of view um in our journey historically right like it's also historically telling who we are as a people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> your movies are so serious i have like fun ones in my mind <laughs> no we should have fun ones too <laughs> yeah okay i have a lot <laughs> you guys know i have a lot so <laughs> That's what you do on your downtime. <laughs> I mean, there's so many romance movies, right? But if there was going to be another one, I think I would do one on a cross-cultural relationship. I'm for that. I'm, I support representation <laughs> of me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be serious in that it explores like cultural differences and how do you like work with that? Or like even one with religious differences. Mm. And none of these need to have happy endings either. I'll be really honest, right? Because it's just reality. But yeah. Okay. I want to say a sports film. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a soccer one. Yeah. Like, it would be fun to see one around, like, the soccer tournament or something. Yeah. Um, you shared and it follows, this with us before. Yeah. And it follows, like, a sports team or something. Maybe, like, an underdog sports team. Or it could be one on, like, older Hmong guys who are... Um, Who's, who love the sport, but they're like, we're getting too old for this and we got to like, you know, yeah. move on from this lifestyle or something, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe something like that. You know, it'd be interesting to see like a sci-fi film, but I don't know what mm-hmm. would work for Hmong people. 
But it'd be interesting if there's like a uh, multiple genres, so like sci-fi mm. and supernatural in some way coming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be interesting. But I, I don't know what kind of storyline would work. I think it'd be really, sorry, my brain is just like jumping into ideas, but I think it'd be really interesting. Like this is kind of going off in like a religion one, but and sci-fi-ish, I guess if you want to mm-hmm. call it sci-fi, but I think it'd be really fascinating to have a movie that de- depicts like the spiritual realm like the monk spiritual realm like shamans go into the spiritual realm like their perspective on that i think that'd be really fascinating like even like even if it was like a shaman christian experience the spiritual realm, i think that'd be really yeah. fascinating oh yeah it would be interesting i don't it's interesting to me but i don't know if it actually would make a good movie but <laughs> going off of that maybe something about some sort of technology that is formed so we could see the spiritual world around us. Ooh. Dude, I like that. I don't know that would actually make a good movie. I don't know what the whole plot would actually be about, but something around that. No, I would really love to see a movie about, like, pursuing a career. Because I just feel like that's never shown. Or even, like, pursuing our ambition. Like, pursuing something. And so, mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool. I feel like I would have been really inspired. <laughs> Especially from like among women perspective. Because I feel like mm. even in the movies, we've always seen like it wasn't necessarily about their career, but like the man in the movies would always be business like type men or like they were the ones that were working. And so it would be cool to see it from like among women perspective. Yeah, maybe mm. like a political drama maybe someone becoming a a senator or something <laughs> or like they're you know running for office yeah. or maybe someone who is a lawyer i'm just trying to think what kind of careers would we show or an artist because that's like it's not gonna necessarily make you a ton of money but that comes with all the other dynamics with your family as well and mm-hmm. you could be a really good artist oh i got a interesting sci-fi one what if it was like a alternate reality or universe where the Hmong people actually had a country like what would we do with it like how would we govern ourselves yeah oh that'd be so fascinating or we never left southeast asia Mm. so like somebody gets to see what their life would have been like if they lived in laos instead of in america okay uh going off the sports theme again maybe something about someone who is into sports or is serious about sport, but they have to face the reality that they wouldn't be able to make it as a prof- professionally in the sport because I don't know, maybe certain barriers that they would face as a Hmong person. La, I remember you saying that you wanted to to have a movie that it would show a, a Hmong person pursuing professional sports, like deciding and then the journey of doing that and the struggles mm-hmm. and. I can't remember if you wanted it to end with like they making it or not making it. But then basically the the whole, I think you wanted to just display like the journey of being Hmong and trying to pursue professional sports. Mm-hmm. I got two other ones. Okay. The first one is like a Hmong sitcom. I just think it would be so Ooh. fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Like a, fa- uh, like a family sitcom yeah, or like Hmong a family. friend's sitcom. Ooh. Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> And then my other one would be like a, like a historical drama. So I'm thinking TV series now. (laughs) Yeah, leveled up. Like it'd be so fascinating to have a historical, not just like, and it's like imaginative. Like, what if we have like a whole series 
depicting like how we were still in China and we had the Moon Kingdom and like what mm. happened. Like, that was so fascinating. Do we do we want to release this? These, these are our ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not planning on being a screenwriter or anything. Yeah, I I don't mind giving these ideas to someone and someone doing something with it. That would be great. Just, just give me credit. Just, just put my name in the credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I really, I'd like the sitcom idea, like the family one. I can see the friends one. You know, it would be interesting to see that in a big city. Mm. And you have these group of monk people because you're like, oh, there aren't a lot of monk people, so we have each other. Over like small town Wisconsin. I mean, that'd be really interesting too. I feel like I do that for a family one. Mm. <gasps> oh, chicken farm. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> in like Arkansas or something. Yeah, that would be a good family sitcom. Yes, and then seeing the the kids grow up in that kind of environment. Yeah, I mean, like even kind of building off that it doesn't have to be a sitcom either. But like, what if it was like a um, Hmong family business? You know, like yeah. where the fa- like it just follows a family and like how everyone's involved and like yeah. could it either be a sitcom or it could be like a serious drama. I just think it'd be very fascinating too. See, like I love all this. You know, like I I hope that it would be creative and it would bring representation and it would be authentic in telling the stories. I like the idea that it will tell our stories, but I just. You know, nowadays I feel like Hollywood has exaggerated things and things get messy and things are created mm-hmm. out of, it's not like, it's not about telling stories anymore. Yeah. So I hope it stays true to like telling our stories. Man, I think either way it'd be great to see something, something different. I mean, I love that um, there are people who are creating short films or movies Plays. and yeah, and, you know, they're still about, you know, the typical stories that, you know, we love and enjoy to watch around Mo movies, but I would really love to see something different, something new and refreshing that is a part of telling the Hmong story or portraying Hmong American life. Mm. Well, thanks for sharing your ideas and your experiences with Hmong movies. If anyone here is listening and they want to create it, I think we bless you. <laughs> you know, just put our names in the credits. Um <laughs> but yeah if somebody wants to do something with it i think we would enjoy it so yeah thank you for joining us today if you enjoy your time with us please don't forget to subscribe rate and leave us a review to stay up to date follow us on instagram at bts podcast see you in our next episode